Dear fellow redeemed, especially Mary, family, and friends, life leaves us with many marks. Some call them scars. Jerry was well marked up. Jerry was born to a mother who may have had a bit of a wild side. Jerry was born to a father that he never really knew. Jerry did have an older brother, Jim, who has since passed. You can look through the pictures later in Mary Lawrence Hall and see the outfits that they used to wear when they were kiddos and go down memory lane and see that he was a kid like others. You can look into the eyes of that young Jerry and see that he was a little boy like many others, loving to go to the swimming hole or just swim, as well as fish and play around. Pretty soon after high school, in 1966, he joined the United States Air Force, worked with machinery and transported officers around. He served his country in this manner until 1971. He enjoyed the military, but his Kansas City was calling him home. And that's where he returned. He worked at Hudson gas stations as a manager with the TWA ground crew, with the railroad, and up on the rooftop, but without the big white beard and the red suit and all that. You know, No reindeer either, I don't think. Jerry wasn't a Santa Claus. No. But he was, I suppose, in a way, jolly, if you've ever met him, right? Able to have a good time, ready to cut it up, ready to have a laugh. Of all the things, dancing like a goof to wipe out, right? Jerry does that. I don't do that. <laughs> Jerry does that, right? And he could get away with it, too, because he was just having fun. And he found joy also in relaxation in sports. His beloved Kansas City Chiefs and Royals, and well, maybe I suppose not so much relaxation, probably more frustration than anything, but he did get to see his Royals win the series in 2015. Jerry had the hat to prove it. But it wasn't to be in his beloved Kansas City that Jerry, did, that Jerry was to remain. Life not only leaves us with many marks, but it takes us to places unknown, down paths unforeseen. Hurricane Ivan that left plenty of marks upon our community, Pensacola, and those in our community, the people. This storm happened to coincide with some time off from TWA for Jerry. Jerry, the roofing inspector, came down with probably plenty other roofing inspectors too, and he kept having to inspect this one particular roof and repair that particular roof over and over again. I'm not sure if it was by request or not. He might have been the ones putting holes in it. You never know. <laughs> but that particular roof was Mary's. It led to an invitation to dinner, a meal at Old Landry's, now Saltgrass, a courtship, even catechesis of all things with Pastor Steele that seemingly would never end. Well... But it did end, and he was confirmed right here at Emmanuel Lutheran Church in December of 2005, before this very altar. And it also led to another event before this very altar, 
on April 21st, 2007, when Jerry and Mary were united by God in this very place. And that led to wedded life together. Also time working together with American Greetings. Time watching Fox News together with his little dog Precious on his lap. Today we remember our brother in Christ, Jerry, fondly. But we also must be very honest about something too. Even though what's happened today is totally wrong, by our estimation, yes, death is wrong. We have to be honest about what's happening here today, otherwise we get even today totally wrong in everything that's happened from Adam and Eve on. And here's what we must acknowledge then. Jerry was a sinner. Well, we can think back upon our times with Jerry and the stories and the laughs that we could have. So we also must remember that there were plenty of marks upon his life that Jerry himself wasn't proud of. Now, I'm not saying this to spite the man or to speak ill of those who have gone before us. But I'm saying this because we have to avoid any notion that he saved himself by his works or that he earned heaven somehow or in part. I'm saying this because for every kind story and laugh that we can bring up today, there also may be someone here that Jerry has sinned against and could tell a different story. I'm calling Jerry a sinner because Jerry called himself a sinner as he kneeled in that back pew every single week and said the same, I'm a sinner. And Jerry meant it. He was one of those that when you asked him, and when you could see that he confessed his sin, and when he acknowledged his sin, he wasn't just giving lip service to God or pastor or pious other Christian talking to him. He knew his own sin and how great it was. He knew that he had thought, said, and done an abundance of sinful deeds. He knew that he was leaving out so much good that he could have done and should have been doing. Jerry knew that he was a sinner. On one occasion, at our men's study, I think it was, Jerry got to talking about the Lord's Supper and how much it meant to him. He couldn't understand how some wouldn't receive the supper of our Lord or spurned it. And he shook his head and said, I just can't understand it. I'm such a sinner and I need every little bit of what God is giving me. I don't know about them, but I need that forgiveness. While life left plenty of marks on Jerry, and we think mostly of the good ones today, we also acknowledge the scars too. And I'm not speaking about any medical procedure or the cancer that he had suffered. We acknowledge the scars, the sins. Jerry did. Why shouldn't we? Why should we play it otherwise? That would be spin talk, right? Jerry knew that someone else was scarred for him. Jesus Christ, our Lord, became man for Jerry to be scarred for Jerry, to engrave him on the palms of his hand. Jesus Christ suffered for Jerry, 
Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, died on the cross for Jerry to pay for every single one of Jerry's sins. Jerry believed and he knew this. Thanks be to God. In the end, that's exactly and the only way we're able to say Jerry was a good man. It's because of Christ and how God removed Jerry's sin and gave him a righteousness like none other, only like himself, like Christ. It's because Jerry was given the Holy Spirit and God was working with and through Jerry to produce good fruit. Our Lord, in his mysterious, hidden, but yet here we are and it's obviously been revealed to us ways, God has acted. He has called our brother Jerry to rest. And he did so suddenly. None of us saw this coming. And it stunned us all. It's taken us back. It may have us questioning ourselves, when will it happen for me? It will. Unless the Lord returns before that day, it will. A simple biopsy, and less than a week later, he died. Nothing simple in this life. And we are all headed to meet our Maker. But we ought not to forget that Jerry's days, hours, and even minutes weren't numbered somehow by fate or chance or he just drew a short straw. His days, hours, and minutes were numbered by our Lord. Not cancer, not a blood clot. Our Lord, in his mysterious ways, has called Jerry to rest. And while we weep today and shake our fist at death today, we do so with hope, knowing that death has been defeated by our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us and has taken away our sins. And he who is risen from the dead has words that you need to hear today. God has shown his love for us poor sinners, for the world, in sending his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, so that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And we confess that well-known verse, and we confess that well-known and should be also more well-known truth, We confess that truth today in the face of perishing and death. We confess that Jesus Christ defeated death. He rose on the third day. And he who has conquered death just might be the one we should all pay heed to when it comes to any speak about the afterlife. For Christ ascended to prepare a place for Jerry and for you. We confess that Jerry's soul today is at rest, at peace in paradise. And though his body return to the earth, he will rise at the last, and he will see God with his own eyes. It is just as our Lord Jesus Christ said, For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Christ has promised, so it will be. Our God has called Jerry home, not Kansas City, no, not that home. No offense to that great city, we have visitors here today, that's for sure. Our God has called Jerry to be at his true home, where his citizenship truly resides, in heaven. 
And God did this. He called Jerry to be with him through the word that brought Jerry to faith. Through holy baptism, Jerry was joined to Jesus' death and resurrection. Through the Lord's Supper, Jerry heard, believed, and received Jesus' body and blood for the forgiveness of sin. Jerry was blessed to call this place, that back pew, home. For it was here that he not only was confirmed and married, but it was here that he had a foretaste of his true home, heaven. Here he met his God, and he knew the God, and had such communion with him here, the God who loved him, the God who died for him, the God who forgave him all his sins, even when Jerry knew himself that he didn't deserve any of that. And that's strange, isn't it? It's the fact that Jerry understood how much of a sinner that he was that shows that God had shown him who he was. That shows his faith. Not in pious, hypocritical Phariseeism. No. It shows that he knew the God who is love. The God who sacrificed his son for him. The God who sacrificed himself for him. The God who rose from the dead for him. The God who worked through word and sacraments to bring him to faith, to strengthen him in faith, to preserve him in this faith, and as we say it, to life everlasting. And we can say that even today. Jerry knew the God who is love. He was loved much. Jerry knew the God who is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because of who God is and what God has done for Jerry, that's where we draw our comfort today. Knowing that Jerry sat here so many a time, trusting in his Savior, trusting not in himself, but in God alone for his forgiveness, life, and salvation, and craving every drop of God's love, however it came to him, through remembrance of baptism, through every word of gospel going into his ears, and through the Lord's body and blood put to his lips. That's where Jerry's hope was found, and Jerry's hope has now been changed into sight, strangely. Jerry's hope was found in God, and I pray yours is as well. In Jesus' name, amen.